This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. And uh, really, listening to the shows, it's like callers uh, being part of a 12-step meeting. Hi, my name's Al, Yankee fan since 1974. It has uh, been brutal to watch. And uh, look, a lot of the f- conversation has been focused on blame, right? Brian Cashman did this wrong. Aaron Boone has to go. Hal Steinbrenner, what's he doing? How did we get to this point? And I have to be honest, it kind of feels like we've gone over this before. It feels like a, a tired conversation at this point. We know how we got here. We know who's to blame for why they're where they're at. And we've done this already. So when I watch a game like today where the Yankees uh, lose a heartbreaker to the Red Sox, where what did they finish with two hits? I think they finished with two hits. On a day where the manager or the team uh, held a uh, team meeting and the manager said that the turnaround is coming. The turnaround is coming. And yet they go out and uh, lose a heartbreaker again, 8-1, on a day where they had two hits, a day where Garrett Cole gave up a uh, grand slam to the ninth-place hitter, who I think it was hitting around 200, right? Uh, that would happen today uh, on a day where the Yankees uh, had IKF bunting down four runs and Giancarlo Stanton at first base. I'm not making this up. These are not jokes. This is what literally happened in the game. On a day where Greg Allen playing left field lost a ball in the sun and the Yankees have now lost, what is it, seven in a row? It's kind of hard to keep count after a while. And the, the conversation, again, has been focused on a lot of anger and a lot of uh, doom and gloom. I have to be honest with you, as someone who is now only really looking forward and not back, what happened today and what is happening right now is good news. This is what you should want to have happen. Is it embarrassing? Yes. Is it hard to watch right now? Of course. But all that matters now is the future. The future is the only thing you can look at because unless you have a time machine someplace, the past is gone. And maybe it's because Larry and I, I feel like we've been so ahead of the curve on this. We've not been talking about missing the playoff. We've been talking about for a while now, really since the moment Judge went down, this team is going to finish under 500. So when you watch a team go out there and I feel like as soon as the season's over, we're going to find out something that we don't already know because even as bad as the Yankees, you can think that Brian Cashman is the worst GM in the world in the history of baseball, in the history of the sport. You can think that Aaron Boone is the worst manager to ever wear a baseball uniform. For this team to be performing this bad, they have given up. They have quit on the season. There is no other explanation for how they are going out and getting hammered day after day. Now, look, you lose to the Braves. The Braves are a really good team. They scored one run in the last 25 innings. Even as bad as the, and I know they are bad. I've been telling you for a while, going into the season, I told you they were going to be bad. There's no way that there isn't something else going on. Baseball teams, even the worst teams outside of like the Oakland A's, don't get their heads handed to them day after day after day. So they have clearly quit on this season. And, and Aaron Boone can tell you whatever he wants to tell you. 
It's over, dude. And it's been over for a while, but not just over for this season. This team, I I feel like they have clearly tuned out the manager. And maybe that's all it is. Maybe they're just so sick of him that this is why they are playing with absolutely no effort on a day in, day out. Again, it's not normal for teams to just go out there and get two hit all the time. I mean, they get two hit on a regular basis. It should be sponsored. Ask the people at Star Insurance if they want to sponsor the Yankees' new next two-hit performance because it's probably going to come up in the course of the next week. So the fact that they're under fire, it does not surprise me. And to me, it's not about pointing fingers because we don't need to point fingers. Why, why would we need to point fingers? Pointing fingers is only necessary when we don't know who's to blame. We know who's to blame. It's Brian Cashman's fault. He has, it's his, or it's his show, he's been running the show, and the show is uh, now on the side of the road, and the car is tipped over. I brought up during the week uh, with, with Larry, like that, uh, there's a comedian, Tim Robinson, who has a show on Netflix, and uh, it's a comedy show, and there's one skit where he's, it, it's a hot dog car has smashed through a, a store window, and all the people in the store are trying to figure out who did it. And then the camera turns to Tim Robinson and he's wearing a giant hot dog costume. And he's saying, come on, whoever did this, uh, just take your car and get out of here. Like, it's obvious who's to blame. It's Brian Cashman. But you should be happy, Yankee fans, that it's this bad. You should hope that it gets worse. You should be Bad is better. Worse is ideal. Because when you have a problem in life... Maybe you're different than me. But if you have a problem, do you fix it right away? Or is your first step to kind of ignore it, right? Hope that it will go away on its own. Ah, it's not really that bad. It's not that bad. It'll go away. Ah, it's, it's okay. I'll take care of it. When you have a problem and it's clear you're having a problem and you're ignoring the problem, you have to have that problem. Get to the point where you can't ignore it anymore. And the way the Yankees are trending, not even Hal Steinbrenner can ignore it anymore. Forget about the playoffs. The Yankees miss the playoffs every once in a while. They, they missed the playoffs. Uh, there was like a space, what was it, uh, 2013? Or, they missed the playoffs like three out of four years. And, and the one year they did, I, they could, I think they got knocked out in the wild card game or something like that. So they, they've, they've missed the playoffs before. And last place, eh, it doesn't look good, but with all the other teams in the American League East being really good, if the Yankees finished above 500, you could explain away last place. Well, we had some injuries. Under 500 can't be ignored. So you should want the Yankees to finish as far below 500 as possible. If they lost every single game from now to the end of the season, sign me up. It's going to be tough to sit there and watch it. It's going to be tough to sit there and, and, and live through it and listen to the conversation every single day. But bad is better and worse is ideal. I would much rather it get worse because that's the way, that's the only way you're going to have a situation where you can't ignore the problem anymore. To finish under 500 and not just one or two games. Because again, it doesn't look like the turnaround is happening anytime soon. But to finish under 500 for the first time in 30 years, that can't be ignored. That's not, well, the other teams in the division were really good or, ah, we just had this player hurt or that player hurt. 
If you're Brian Cashman, what could you possibly hang your hat on? You can't do it on the roster, right? You can't hang your hat on the moves that you've made. They've been so brilliant. The season's a disaster. And if the season's a disaster, your evaluations have to be a big reason for the the season being a a disaster. And you can't even hang your hat on the future because it's not like the Yankees are developing players left and right. Again, if it's possible that the Yankees lose every game the rest of the season, that would be ideal. And, and what was it, a month ago that Bob Clappish had that article about the, the manager was, was toast, but the GM, that conversation was not on the table? Is it possible the Yankees lose every game the rest of the season and Brian Cashman survives? I guess that is a possibility. If you're saying a month ago it wasn't on the table, I would ask, where is the table? Can we find a table? Can we put the leaf in the table like thanks? Can we extend the table as long as it possibly can be? I think even in the last month, as bad as things looked then, they clearly look worse now. And they certainly seem like they're trending in the worst possible Direction. I mean, they don't win games. They don't score runs. They're embarrassing themselves on a day-in, day-out basis. And again, if somebody wants to tell me they haven't quit on the season, this is what it looks like when they haven't quit on the season? This is what effort looks like? Two hits on a regular basis? Disasters plays in the outfield and and, uh, pitching performances every single day? The first step to fixing a problem is admitting you have one. And having that moment of clarity where you can't avoid it anymore. Maybe Hal never has that moment of clarity where there's a path to admitting, hey, we, we got something really wrong here. But if you're having your, your, your worst second half, it seems like, in a very long time and your worst season in 30 years, if that happens and the Yankees keep Brian Cashman, well, then the Yankees don't have a Brian Cashman problem. They have a Hal Steinbrenner problem. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, we'll get your phone calls involved, Yankee fans. Certainly uh, fill up the lines, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Also, Yankee, there's a lot of lying that goes on 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 the airwaves. There's a lot of lying that is happening right now with uh, certain people. And uh, I'm not going to stand for it. You cannot lie to my face. So I'll tell you what I'm talking about coming up next. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Our latest heartbreaker lost 8-1 to the uh, Red Sox. They did have two hits, both hits today. So uh, that's something there. Not, uh, not a given any day. Garrett Cole got uh, knocked around today. Yankees uh, embarrassed themselves in a variety of ways. But don't worry. The turnaround is coming. They've won one series since the month of June. Seems like a pretty good free-for-all. It doesn't seem like the, the, there's going to be any stop coming here anytime soon. But all right, let's get to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Kyle is in New Jersey. Kyle, what's going on, my man? What's going on? This is Kyle Gordon. What's up, Gordon? I'm good, Kyle. What's going on, man? One thing I don't like is the fact of what Boone says. But you know what? That doesn't bother me anymore. Because the reason why it doesn't bother me is because I've seen this. We've been seeing this year in and year out. Last year, this team was good on account of what? On account of Carpenter hitting like he was. These older players. So they relied on these older players to get them through. And the East, the only good team in the East really was Boston. Tampa has a way of just diving at towards the end of the year. But this 
was what was heading at the crossroads. We knew eventually this was going to come to the point where teams were going to catch up with them or their own physicality was going to catch up with them. And also, what I blame also is not just Cashman and not just Boone, but also the Yankee organization for these younger, not developing their younger players. And they should have did a better job. All these younger players have not produced the way they thought or at least they said they were going to. And this is where they're in the bad predicament because in the 80s we had it like this uh, where, you know, we had, we had, had a good, you know, um, good players, good veteran players, and we could always buy good players. Well, this time we weren't able to. We missed out on Bellinger, we missed out on Castile, and we might miss out on Soda, on, on Sosa, and uh, Bryce Harper, all of those guys we missed out on. They should have been Yankees, at least a couple of them. And it didn't happen. Well, look, Kyle, thanks for the phone call. I mean, I think that all falls under the heading of Brian Cashman. I don't think that it's hard to figure out who is to blame for uh, the state of where the Yankees are at right now. He's the guy that is running the organization. So whatever area you want to focus on, player development, minor league system, manager, current roster, moves made, all of that falls on Brian Cashman. And, And look, I, I got to take some of the Yankee fans to uh, to to count here because I've heard a lot of, of people over the last week saying, "Well, you know what? I would uh, I would uh, I, I want to have a rebuild. I would embrace a rebuild. I, I'm looking forward to a rebuild." No, you wouldn't. Even if it is somebody else, you're not going to be patient. You're you're the fan base that booed Giancarlo Stanton on opening day. You guys don't embrace. Last season, they won 99 games last season. There was a time where they were 58 and 22, and a good deal of you were calling up day after day complaining about Joey Gallo. So this idea that you will embrace a rebuild is a bold face lie. You will not embrace a rebuild, and I'm guessing you're saying that because you've never lived through a rebuild. Because you got to go back 30 years to, to, to think about the last time the Yankees had anything really close to a, a full-blown rebuild. So um, now I'm not saying you're going to change your teams, but embrace. I, I, there's not going to be a point where anybody's calling up and the Yankees are going through rough season after rough season. You know, I really like the, watching the young kids. Stop it. You're lying. Don't lie to me. I know better. You're not. And it, it's hysterical because people even now um, calling up and in one breath will say, I'll embrace a rebuild, and then in the next breath they'll say, I can't watch this team anymore. Well, this is what it's going to look like. Now, it'll have younger players, but it might not be even as good as this is. Like, again, I don't know. Maybe they'll finish 15 games under 500. Sometimes in rebuilds, that's like a high watermark. Rebuilds have no timetable, and there's no guarantee, even for the Yankees, that when you get through whatever that rebuild is, three, five, three years, four years, five years, that all of a sudden you're going to be competing for titles again. There is no given. So any Yankee fan who's, oh, I'll embrace a rebuild as long as it's this or it's that or as long as Brian Cashman's not the one that's doing it, you're absolutely lying. You'll, it's like starting a diet. At first you'll say, no, no, I'll, I'll do it. Monday, Monday is coming and I'm going to crack down. I'm going to have a healthy breakfast and I'm not going to do this and do that. And then by Wednesday you're ordering takeout. So please, as someone who has lived through rebuilds before, I, I, the idea that you're going to embrace them I find it hard to believe, given some of the statements that some Yankee fans make on a regular basis. All right, let's go back to the phones. 
ESPN is the uh, telephone number. Tommy is in Connecticut. Tommy, what's going on, my friend? Gordon, hey, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I think, so I'm 35 years old. I don't know that I've ever seen the Yankees lose seven games in a row. I, I honestly don't think so. Uh, they've had years. I mean, I, the, the year they uh, the the year they beat the Mets in the World Series, they were really rough the second half of that year. Last year that they were rough in the second half. They've had times where they've lost a bunch of games in a row. Now, it doesn't feel Fair like enough. they've hit rock bottom. It feels like it's just going to continue. But they've had some rough moments. It happens. But I really, what I really wanted to bring up is so I'm a huge Yankee fan. But I listen to these callers, especially uh, between three and seven during weekdays. You know, you got to bunt. You got to move the runner over. Giancarlo Stanton is not the runner <laughs> that you want to move over. And then I, these guys don't know how to bunt. Like, no, not even IKF. That was a terrible bunt, man. Oh, my God. That was pathetic. It was pathetic. Like, it's the worst possible outcome for a bunt is yeah. to pop it up to the catcher and then have somebody get doubled up. Oh, that's why it's, that's good base movement right there. Yeah, I, look, uh, it, it's not it's not a very good team, and, and this is what it looks. And Tommy, thanks for the phone call. This is what it looks like, right? Like the Yankees had a run of thirty years where they they've been a competitive team every single year, even even in the years where it wasn't. Uh, I mean, it kind of it was clear that they weren't winning titles. And like, tw- you go back, look, 2013, 2014, they were winning. The, they were over five hundred, but not a whole lot over five hundred. But then they finally got what by twenty sixteen. They kind of were sellers at the deadline. And what this run right here, this this last month or so, has shown you is absolutely they should have been sellers at the deadline. And I'm not telling you they would have been able to sell a lot, but whatever they could sell that was not bolted down, they should have been looking to move that. Uh, so I don't know what that means for the future, but it seems like they kind of hurt their ability to be able to look to the future and, and at least start stockpiling the farm system with a little bit more uh, talent moving forward because you look, look, what is it? I'm looking at it now. 2012, they lost uh, in the ALCS. 2013, 85 wins. 2014, 84 wins. 2015, 87 wins. They lost the wild card game that year. That was to the Astros. Um, and then 2016, that was the year that they sold off. And then that kind of, that opened up this, this recent run. Uh, that's what they need to do again, and I think that they have to do it with someone other. I, I, I think I'm preaching to the choir here. Uh, I think they have to do it with someone outside uh, of Brian Cashman. But this is what it looks like when a run comes to an end, right? You're, you, you've, you've, they got that the, the 2017. They got to within a game of the World Series. After that, they thought they wanted to get Otani, weren't able to get Otani. They pivoted and they got Stanton and. They knew at the end of that Stanton contract that it was going to look ugly. There's probably going to they probably were thinking, yeah, a year or two, it's going to be bad. But that's so far down the road. If we win a World Series between now and then, it won't matter. Now they're now they're in that, and unfortunately, that that time has come a whole lot sooner probably than they thought. Uh, same thing with uh, some of the other deals, you know, with DJ Lemayhew. We got to have DJ Lemayhew back. Well, you got him back. I don't know that people were thinking you're going to give them, what was it, a six-year deal? There's a lot of these contracts, and now you're kind of stuck with it. You, you kept pushing and pushing and pushing, trying to get over the hump. You never got over the hump, and now you're stuck with the, the, the ramifications of the deals that you made, hoping to be able to get over the hump. Let's go out to uh, Mike is in Huntington. Mike, next up on the Gordon Tamer Show. Hey, Gordon, great show again. Thanks, man. What's going on? Um, love the Yankees, uh, but I put more of the blame on uh, – Cash going to construct in the roster. I mean, 
because, you know, if everything's sabermetrics now, they're handing Boone the lineup, and it's only so much he could do with all the players he has, whether they're injured or they're not performing. I mean, I just, I don't know. And it's, they're going to run it back next year, it looks like, and uh, hopefully they stay healthy. I mean, I don't know if they're going to for a World Series, but at least if they're healthy, they can, I don't know, give her a better performance than what's going on. But, I, you know, I, I put it on Cashman. And, uh, yeah, of course. I don't know. Maybe the boys did get stale with Boone, but I, I don't, I don't see any answers coming in the next few seasons. No, look, Mike, you, you kind of, and thanks for the phone call, Mike. Yeah, no, now you're kind of stuck. You have some, like, you have to do a rebuild, or it's a, think of it as like a, a renovation of a house. There's certain things of the house you can't change, right? They have certain contracts they can't get out. They can't get out of Stan's contract. They can't get out of Lemayhew's contract. Uh, there'll, there'll be some some pieces that come off the books, right? They'll, they'll, I think there's a buyout for Donaldson, so I'm sure they'll pay that and move on from that horrendously bad deal. And you know what? See, that's the, that's the real pr- – I think that that's what really irritates the Yankee fan is that you can if you, you've seen what good teams look like. You've seen what championship teams look like. You've seen what good players look like. And it doesn't look like a lot of the things that the Yankees are telling. Oh, no, no, no. There's a, no, no. The, the, the numbers that we use, that's where the real analytics stuff comes uh, and irritates the Yankee fan. Because you'll look at the record or you'll look at the production, and it's not good. But the Yankees will say, oh, no, but the, the numbers that we're looking at, no, no, no. It's, it's a lot better than you think. It's not better than I think. It's actually worse than I think. And, and I think they got diluted last year because of the start that they got off to which was incredible. Again, think back to the first half last year. What did I say? They were 58 and 22, something along those lines. Who thought that that was a possibility? I know I didn't. I'm like thinking to myself, how, how are they winning these games every single day? And a lot of it was that Judge was just incredible and was healthy and was amazing. And uh, they got off to that great start. But then the, the rest of the team, as we got deeper into the season, the injuries started, which they always do. And some guys started to slow down a little bit. And by the time you got to the trade deadline, they were trying to fix things on the fly, made a, a slew of just deals that did not work, and then got to this past offseason and didn't do anything. So why would they think that it was going to be any better? So this, this year, last year, first half, very surprising. Loved it. Second half, it was just an evening off. Again, remember, the, the last year there was conversations of, like, could that year, last year's team get close to where the 98 Yankees finished with 114 wins. And they didn't even win 100 games last year. That tells you how, how stark a, a drop-off it was. So this year, that's not surprising. Last year, first half, very surprising. This year, not so much. And in terms of who do you blame? Well, obviously, it's Cashman. How, who else could you possibly blame? Is there, is there any other people in the chat right now that we're blaming outside of Brian Cashman? To me, the blame right now it's clear. It's on the GM. He's the one that's, that's, that's put this whole thing together. But if you get to the end of this season and the owner is not saying, hey, we got to have some, re- we got to change our entire approach. This is not just a bad year. This is, this is a bad process that we're following here. Well, then that to me is then on the owner. It's not, it, it, it's not the GM's problem anymore. If you continually put somebody in position to have a job and they're not up to the job and you continually put them in that position, well, then at some point it's on you for putting them in that job. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Floyd is in Harlem. Floyd, what's going on, man? How you doing, man? Thanks for having me, G. Hey, listen, this is the beauty of sports. You know, the Yankees is my favorite team. 
Some years you have bad years. Some years you have good years. You have to eat the bad years, but the good years you just enjoy. Right now we're having a bad year. It it happens. It's just like New England Patriots. They had a hello. Yeah, I got you, Floyd. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they they had a winning a winning season, and we 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 stopped that. The Giants stopped that by winning the Super Bowl. So I know all the all the new Patriot the New England Patriots, their fans was really crushed by that. It happens. What, okay. What's happening? It happens. Yeah, no, and I agree with you. And Floyd, thanks for the phone call. To me, it's not. Yeah, this season is where it's at. To me, the conversation is not about this season. The conversation now has to be how do you fix it moving forward. And to me, the, the person that has to be responsible for that now is the owner. You can't, you can't just look back and say, well, this went wrong. and that. It's more than that. What's the record that they keep quoting? Like the last 200 games, they're under 500. So that window of opportunity that opened in 2016, 2017, that's now shut. And now you have to figure out a way to open up a new window of opportunity. And who do you want to try to build that, that next window of opportunity? It doesn't feel like giving the same guy the opportunity again is, is the right course of action. But whether or not it's going to get as bad as it needs to be to force the owner's hand, that remains to be seen. If it continues like this, I, I don't see how he would have a choice. If the Yankees are going to finish the year playing some of the worst baseball in the sport. They have what? Uh, 90. Uh, what are they, they, they? Today was a game 103. So they got like, you know, less than 60 games to go. If they're going to finish out the year like how they've played here in the second half, they're going to be 10, 11 games under 500. At that point, the owner's hands will kind of be tied. You, there's no set of circumstances where they will be able to sell the fan base on any path forward beyond this year that is led by the guy who has led you to this point in the GM and Brian Cashman. There's no, you can't sell it to Yankee fans anymore. Can't be done. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. ESPN is the telephone number 1-800-919-3776 and look the, the phone calls have been talking about Brian Cashman I get it I mean I feel like it's overkill at this point we, we get it Brian Cashman has done a terror over the last two years it's like he's uh, like a mush from a Bronx tale you ever see Bronx tale mush everything he touched turned that's been Brian Cashman's moves here the last two years everything he's touched has been a disaster but at this point, it's clear that there's no Yankee fans that are going to trust any, whatever the, the plan is beyond this season, if Brian Cashman is the one that is still in charge. And for all the Yankee fans who will tell you to blow it up, <laughs> you really can't blow it up. You're stuck with a lot of these deals, right? You're, you're happy to have Cole and Judge. They're not going anywhere. Stanton's not going anywhere. LeMayhew's not going anywhere. I wouldn't think Rizzo's going anywhere coming off this season. Uh, who's the other one? Oh, Rodon. He's not going anywhere. So if you're going to try to be competitive next year, you have to hope that Cole continues to be Cole, that Rodon is is healthy and good because those are two separate things this year. He's been hurt and he's been dreadful when he's pitched. You have to hope for a healthier year for Rizzo, which you'd think that he'll be over the, the situation by then. 
I don't really think you can expect much out of LeMahieu and Stanton. I think that they're just kind of on the books, and, and now you're going to have to kind of craft a team around them while probably trying to get under the, the luxury tax threshold again, and uh, that makes it more difficult. And you're going to have to really find bargains in a lot of spots because those other salaries, those, those are not going anywhere. And it doesn't see, you know, Brian Cashman's greatest strength is spending a whole bunch of money and finding relievers uh, under the radar. That, that, they've done a good job with that. But developing players, they've not done a good job of that. Uh, finding just uh, certainly not making trades here the last couple of years, that has not gone well. Uh, so there's a lot of things that uh, whoever is going to be running the team, and it's kind of hard for me to believe, looking at the way things are trending right now, that anybody could deny that there's a change that is necessary. But to ki- continually just talk about Brian Cashman to me is, is, is overkill and is, is kind of a tired conversation at this point. Brian is in Westbury. Brian, what's going on, my man? Hi, Gordon. I've talked to you many times. I listened to the Yankee uh, the Yankee pregame today. I think there's more to it. I think the, the team has turned on Boone, and they're not saying things publicly. You're not going to hear from the Yankee announcers or the TV crew. But uh, there was a hint today that Cole and the catcher, Rothfit, they've been fighting, and uh-huh. it was on the pregame show today. So I think there's something going on in the clubhouse and nobody's opening their mouths or Boone is lying to the press about it. Well, look, Brian, I, I don't know what's going on in the clubhouse. I'm not there. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, but, yeah, I, I could definitely see that. And it, it definitely does seem like a type of situation. If this continues for any much longer, it's kind of hard not to feel that way, right? Because they're, they're, it's not just that they're not a great team or not living up to what you kind of thought or that they're just having a bad season. They're getting their heads handed to them on a regular basis. And look, losing games to the the Braves, okay, you lose games to the Braves, are really, really good. They scored one run in 25 innings against the Braves. As bad as their offense is, there should be guys that that run into some base hits here every once in a while. They they, they do nothing. They do absolutely nothing. They scored seven runs in their last five games combined. I mean, I have other numbers written down, but I've written them over the other numbers that were really bad, so now I can't read any of the numbers. I don't, but I don't need to read any of the numbers. You watch it. No baseball team outside of teams that are just not trying to win, like the Oakland A's. Teams don't go out and get their heads handed to them like the Yankees are getting their heads handed to them on a regular basis. There's no fight. There's no life. And it seems like they've quit on the season. And if they haven't quit on the season, well, God, then that's really an indictment. Because if this is what trying looks like, Oh, my Lord. So, yeah, I could definitely see that maybe they've, they've kind of given up on Boone. But you'd think that as a veteran group that they would have more pride for themselves. But it just seems like they have completely given up on uh, any chance this year. Simon is in New Haven. Simon, what's going on, my man? So you're finally, some of the people are finally starting to listen to me about getting Boone fired, huh? I'm telling you. Simon, he's lost not, the Boone is he's not the problem. It. Simon, Boone he is, is the problem. It's, it's, it's a bigger problem, problem than coach. Boone. It's a bigger problem than the hitting coach. It's the way the team is constructed. It's not Boone. And you it's Cashman, too, you know. Well, yes. I mean, I think you're getting a little bit more to the, per- the person. I mean, thanks for the phone call, Simon. If you, if you look, watch the games on a regular basis. They're not a good team. Now, maybe they've quit on the manager. That, that's a possibility. They, they finally had enough of, um, what was the REM song? Happy Go Lucky? I can't remember what it was, but, you know, the happy go sunshine every single day where I feel good things are coming. 
eventually you're going to tune that out because it's just not based in reality. But it's a bigger problem. The manager is not. If you think that firing the manager, I'll say this. If the Yankees go into this offseason and have a, a normal offseason and fire the manager and bring in somebody else, they could bring in Miller Huggins. At, at, but keep the, the primary team together and go into next season, it'll be just as bad. So if you're saying that changing the manager is not going to change the results, then obviously the problems are bigger than the manager. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, more of your phone calls as we take you up till 6.30. Jets pregame then. Only here, 98.7 FM. ESPN. Let's talk about uh, how the Yankees have not finished below 500 since 1992. Uh, I went back and I looked, you know, offensively, that 92 team finished, what was it, 70, 76 and 86. So 10 games under 500, finished in fourth place in the American League East. Offensively, that was a better team. Now, Tart- Danny Tartable, for all the, the, the punchlines I hear about Danny Tartable, Danny Tartable would be, 29-year-old Danny Tartable right now would be a godsend in this Yankee line. He had an OPS plus of 153 that year. Mel Hall in left field, 107 OPS plus, the gunslinger. Matt Noakes behind the plate ran into 22 home run. Now, he wasn't much defensively, but hey, you need somebody to hit. Even Don Mattingly that year, who that was like, you know, starting to be the, the downswing because of the back and everything else and uh, only had, uh, but he still had good, uh, good on base, still had an OPS plus of uh, 108. Yankees that year had four guys and a bunch of guys on the bench. Bernie that year at an OPS plus. Now he only played in 62 games, plus 114. Mike Stanley was plus 125. That was a far better offensive team. Not even close to this Yankee team. This year, Yankees have, uh, obviously have Judge and they have Glaber, who's at 111. After that, they don't have a single, well, Billy McKinney is at plus 103 going into today. That's the only positive OPS plus guys they have on this team. Now, the pitching back then was not very good. That was always the issue back then, the pitching. Didn't have the pitching. But offensively, that 92 team, give me that every single day. Twice on Sunday. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Danny on Long Island says the Yankees have not given up on the coach. Danny, what's going on, my man? Well, it's funny. If you would have gone back in your time capsule six months ago and said, on this day, what would be the best sporting event on television you had to see? And we thought we were being pennant races. And the answer was Jets preseason football. Yes. I got it. Jets Bucks. 6.30 pregame. I I can't wait to see the Jets third string quarterback. That's more important than watching the Mets and the Yankees. It's it's unbelievable. But in regard to the players giving up on the coach, Professional baseball players get paid millions of dollars, and the more hits they get, the more they get paid. No professional baseball player is getting in the batter's box and saying, you know what, I'm upset with Aaron Boone. I'm striking out. They, they're individually, all, all success in baseball is, in the, is individual. It, it leads to teams. This isn't football where I make a business decision and think, you know, I, I, could, get, I could get seriously hurt on this play. This is baseball. They're not turned, they may not like Boone. They may have given up on the season, but they're trying as best they can. Here's the answer. They stink. It's just simple. Yeah, but they, they Danny, not even they stink this bad. I mean, they're getting their heads handed to them on a regular basis. But they're basis. getting it over early, Gord. Think about that. The last yeah, they are. They do get it over very early. You yeah. turn it on. You know, yeah, by the time you find where wing. the game is, the game's already over. Yeah, yeah I, I, my chicken wings aren't even done. Game's over. Great. Turn the channel. 
Yeah. So, now I, I hear what you're saying, and it is a very individual game. And thanks for the phone call. I get it. S- something's going on. There's no way that they should be going out there and losing like this. I mean, they had two hits today. They they have two hits on red. I mean, the offense doesn't score at all. And I, and again, I, they're not a good offensive team. I've told you that all season long. They didn't make any improv. The, the the offense was the problem last off season. They didn't do anything to fix it. But it shouldn't look this bad. There's something going on. I don't know what. I'm not saying that they're giving up on the man. They've given up on the season. That much I can tell you for sure. Why they've given up on the season? Maybe they're just fed up with the whole situation. I don't know. But um, this woof. As I said to Larry the other night, the famous uh, line by Michael Ray Richardson: "The ship be sinking. How far can it go? The sky's the limit." It does not feel like they've hit rock bottom. I've been saying that for like a week now. It doesn't feel like they've hit rock bottom. And it still doesn't feel like they've hit rock bottom. They're still, they're still digging. They're going to get to the sub-basement here any point now. Uh, Justin is in Queens. Justin, go, my man. Hey, man. I just wanted to call and say uh, I think it goes deeper than any one person. I actually think that there's a fundamental flaw in how the organization is designing to win. I think when you look at how they're building the roster – from the major league level to the minor league level, there was something that was brought up by a former minor leaguer about how the way they measure success just makes no sense. And I think it goes back to you see it reflected, especially with the hitters. Strike out all the time. They don't show up in the playoffs when you're facing better pitchers. I think, again, goes back to the top, but I think that there's a lack of clarity around what strategy you build with or just that this is playing the wrong strategy. Well, yeah, Justin, thanks for the phone call. Like, I hear what you're saying. It's bigger than one person, but all the things you mentioned are tied to one person. <laughs> like, building building the major league roster, overseeing the minor league roster, developing players at the minor league systems, that's, that's all the, the, the purview of Brian Cashman. And I get that the, the conversation is focused on the Yankee strikeouts here the last five, six, seven years, and in the playoffs it was a disaster and all those type of things. Yankees don't really strike out that much this year. This year is not like the previous years. Previous years, you could complain that they were built too singularly to rely on the home run. That's not their problem this year. This year, their problem is they just don't have good hitters. They don't have good offensive players. Take a look at their lineup on a regular, uh, regular basis. Um, Glaber is striking out less this year than he has or really ever has. Uh, Anthony Volpe has struck out a ton, but is it because he's just simply trying to hit home runs or is he just not a good hitter? DJ LeMahieu, he's not a home run hitter. Isaiah kind of Falefa, he's not a home run hitter. Bader is is not a, a home run guy, home run or bust kind of guy. So um, it, it, this year is not like last year. And if you take a look, I, I don't know, maybe the last day or two it's changed. It can sometimes. Yankees are like 18th, 19th in terms of strikeouts overall this year. So that's not the problem. The problem is they don't have enough good hitters. That's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've identified the problem. Uh, let's go out to uh, James is in New Rochelle. James, what's going on, my man? Hey, how you doing? Hey, James. First time caller. Oh, thanks for it. Yes, um, I was going to talk about this, um, the Yankees. Uh, I believe it starts from ownership itself. Um how Stonebrunner and and I also blame Brian Cashman. He, he takes it back. to me. He's the main the main reason why yep. like the Yankees, you know, haven't really played well and the moves, whatever that they did. The moves that was made the last couple of years were just flawed, man. And uh, and I think nothing really. I, I just think that uh, Aaron Boone he's going to take the hit on this one. 
Yeah, I, I agree. With you. Yeah, James, thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I think he is going to take the hit on it, but I have to. If I see to me as a Yankee fan who is just looking forward now and realizing the situation that they're in, I have to hope that it gets as bad as humanly possible this year, so that there can be a clean break. You know, you you have to first admit you have a problem before you can solve that problem. The Yankees have a problem. They're they 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 had a run in them. That window of opportunity is now closed, and now you have to find somebody that can open up that next window of opportunity, and it's not going to be easy. It's, not, it's going to be more difficult now because there's certain aspects of this team that you just can't move. And I think that clearly now that the, the approach they've had here these last few years, not so much this year because, again, it's just not good hitters, but the last few years, and it, it didn't, it didn't uh, fire. It didn't work in the playoffs. The plan was flawed. They did not get over the hump. So... Uh, I think you need somebody who has a better plan moving forward. And at the end of the day, all of this ties to one person. It's all ties to, to Brian Cashman. Uh, let's go out to, uh, let's see here. Mark is in uh, Connecticut. Mark, go, my man. Hey, how's it going today? Hey, Mark, what's up? What do you got? Hey, listen, so I want to I bring a valid point here. You know, we had this team com- coming up in the 90s. You know, we had the core, the four core, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we looked forward to having the baby bombers, and it didn't turn out the same way for some reason. Um, maybe you can share some light on that. Yeah, well, uh, look, Mark, it, I think it all comes down to evaluation. And thanks for the phone call. Um, yeah, it, you know, 90, uh, excuse me, uh, 2017, it did seem like the Yankees had this new uh, window of opportunity, as I mentioned, with all these, these young players. And, and that's why the move, I think, was made to bring in Aaron Boone, that his approach, his personality was going to unlock the potential of these young guys. And it has not worked, right? None of the young guys are still here. And um, over the last few years, it seems pretty clear that the Yankees, it's not just the deals they've made, it's the deals that they've lost out on because they were unwilling to trade away prospects who just never developed into major league players and major league stars like that they were projected to. And as we talk about on the ESPN New York Tonight Show all the time, the most important team you got to be able to scout is your own. And no, and, and you look back at those the, the championship run Yankees, they had prospects that would come up or they'd have prospects that you'd hear about. And they always knew the right ones to trade away and the right ones to keep. This time, they, they, they held on to pretty much a, a lot of them. They traded some away in the deals, especially last year at, the, at the, um, the trade deadline. But all the guys that they held on to, they weren't worth holding on to. They would have been better served moving those guys for real established talent. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Coming up, more of your phone calls, what I learned this week on TikTok. Lots to do before 6.30. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It's 98.7 FM, ESPN New York.